Last quiz play, the only podcast in the world <laughs> dedicated to Quizable Survivor from the Canadian Quizable group chat. I am your host, Nick Big Daddy Penner. Uh, I am Megan Literacy Daddy Torquia. And I'm Joe Sue, better known by the nickname Vanilla Boy. <laughs> Joe, your your mic is really crappy. Is there like a lot of lag for you? Because no, I feel like you're just taking a really long time to respond, and I don't know if that's like just your mannerism or or there's lag. Well, I have no idea. Okay. Speaking of having no idea, I'm really not sure why this podcast exists. Uh, it was something... Okay, I'll, let's be honest. Quizable Survivor is a cultural phenomenon at this point. Uh, I care more about it than Pokemon Go. Uh, and that's saying something. Uh, and I just wanted to assemble this little coalition of experts here so we can talk about the game so far and where it's going to go because we're in a, a really interesting juncture with the final rounds beginning and only seven people left alive. Hmm. Uh, but first, I think it would be good to go back and sort of pay tribute to the dead, look at some of the notable killings yes, uh, from the game so far. Let me pull up the, uh, the spreadsheet. Oh, God. Where is it? Now I have to go into the chat and find it. Here, I'll send it to you. I'll send okay. it to you in the schedule. I don't yeah. have it saved. I did not add it to my drive. Oh, I see it. It's updated with all the deaths from today. Yeah, it is uh, the updated death stories as well. Joe, can I just ask where you are right now? Because it kind of sounds like you're in a helicopter. <laughs> what? I am above Montreal. I'm currently, one. I'm currently in my bedroom in Ottawa speaking into what I presume is the mic that comes with the headphones, but um, really just, but, like, but, this is like some radio sports like helicopter shit or something. Now I'm trying to like figure out whether this is actually a mic or not. Well, we hear you, so there must be a mic somewhere. Probably not at this microphone. Probably my phone's just picking it up. Oh, are you on your phone? Yeah, because my computer is uh, less than ideal for these type of high advanced technology things. That's fantastic. So, Keep doing you, Joe. Anyway, uh, I say we go in chronological order from the first depths. Uh, you want to lead off? Yeah. So, um, so on the, I mean, the first day I felt was the first couple days really were 
relatively predictable. Like those of us who contributed the most and or were the most annoying uh, were killed off first. We had deaths from Jackie Lee, Rain Otteson, Joe Sue, Arjun, and it looks like Andre with Paul Kaczynski being in critical condition after the end of the first day. And none of that was really surprising. Mm-hmm. What is surprising is the multiple votes for people who weren't Jackie, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I personally voted for Ray because I hate him. Um, and I, I felt like, I felt like Jackie was just too easy of a target. Like, I just didn't want to see. But so, but so was Arjun. Yeah, so that's another reason why I didn't vote as for As the person who bans Jackie from that, and as the host, it was surprising to see multiple people vote for both myself and Arane. Uh, how many votes did you guys get? I know Rain got two. One from me and one from someone else. I also got two. One from someone who had a creative answer line and one from someone who just wrote my name. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I do think, in one sense, it's good that Arjun did get out early. Uh, he was the host, so he can remain neutral for most of it. Uh, and I also do want to point out that technically Jackie was not in the chat at the time Quiz Bowl Survivor started, uh, but he was eliminated anyway, so who cares? Yeah, and neither you notice was Travis Vitello, although he was killed off regardless. We will get to that, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, Josu was an, an active member of the chat, and Rain is just super annoying, so it wasn't that surprising that either of them were kicked out but the first day overall was pretty predictable yeah and uh the second day see they're not divided by days so i'm just trying to like remember how each day ended i was killed the second day so i i granted my immunity well i granted whoever voted the um so someone wrote a survivor like excerpt for me using like an actual survivor kill of a person named Joe and I asked for this person to identify themselves oh, but they never did and if they identified them if they identified themselves then I would not pick them for the rest of the tournament but they did so but, but maybe not. they'll listen to this That's unfortunate. So, so that, there, I voted for Megan. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> Purely out of treachery. Purely out of treachery. A revenge killing with no revenge attached. Just a mindless slaughter. Uh, I do like the ongoing references to Joe's dick pics throughout <laughs> the death story, so... He, or he initially was stabbed off-screen while trying to send a dick pic, uh, and then every subsequent kill, it looks like there is a reference to his dick pic. So, for example, Dennis Beebe uh, tripped over his robe while graduating, fell onto the ghost of Josu's waiting knife while he was still trying to send a dick pic. Um, 
And then later, uh, Nathan got mad when people kept referring to him as Nathan Spanakopita, so picked a fight with Joe Sue, who set his army of children upon him while he continued to take dick pics. I really enjoyed the consistency with that. Yeah. Joe, truth or dare? <laughs> truth. <laughs> Have you ever sent a dick pic? No. Okay. This has concluded the truth or dare portion <laughs> of this podcast. Well, I have sent many people like I, like eight equals 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 um Grilvin sign and some squigglies, I guess. But I've never actually sent a real one. But the question is, were those squigglies sexual or just ironic? Ooh. No response. Sexual Interesting. And mildly repulsive. <laughs> yeah. One day one day someone else was on Amanda Yip's Facebook and asked me to send one. <laughs> That's classic. Hilarious. So I just sent those one of those like ASCII. Oh, okay. I feel like picks. I was a for this. Like I was in the chat. While this was happening. Probably. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Anyways. Anyway. So after... It seems like after um, people like Peter, Leslie, and Rico died, I think this was on Saturday, then most of the main contributors had already been killed. Yeah, for sure. With, I, with I will some admit, I was very, very, very notable exceptions, I think. I was surprised with how quickly Leslie died. Uh, she was originally my one of my picks to make it to near the end, because uh-huh. who doesn't like her? Yeah, I uh, thought the, the most likable people would make it to the end, but it really became a question of notoriety. Yeah. But this is incorrect, because I do not like Leslie. Leslie, Adam, and Brian... Promised me a spot on their team for last weekend's NASAT tournament, but so, they, they never right. gave it to me, and they and they instead and they instead chose their uh, a fellow McMaster student as in Raymond, and then you know what happened? They won zero games that tournament. So it was karma. Hmm. And now they've all lost this game of Survivor. So it's. Like, even more karma. Yep. Yeah, great. Uh, once again, as I mentioned before, notable third day death, second or third day was Travis Botello, who is neither in the chat nor Canadian, uh, but is so awful that his death was warranted anyway. I mean, I am very happy he did die. Uh, although I am a little disappointed he mm-hmm. technically made it to the third day. <laughs> That's true. I was also hoping his death yeah. story would be a little bit more gruesome and would involve me. But, mm. you know, we can't always get what we want. So, Nick, how did you choose who you voted for? Uh, are we going to talk strategy already? 
Uh, well, okay. First of all, I will point out that I survived in this game much longer than either of you, so clearly I'm better at it. Uh, my strategy was always never... Basically, I didn't want to get written up in anyone's death description, because then someone would have motivation for a revenge killing. Uh, so mm-hmm. my strategy was just to uh, kind of lay low a little bit, but also to vote for people to put them into critical condition. So vote for people where I was pretty sure I would be the one vote they got, and never the the killing vote. Okay. And I and I also tried to target some of the stronger players at the start, but that didn't really work because they needed a second vote, so they never got eliminated. Although I did eliminate Dennis Beebe, so in your face, Dennis Beebe. I mean, I don't know if I really had a strategy other than kill off the people who were most well-known and then sort of just just kill people who I felt like killing. Mm-hmm. Spontaneous mm-hmm. for me. There were There are some people who I don't know very well, so I avoided killing them, but it was mostly spontaneous. Joseph, what was your strategy? So after after three consecutive days of killing um, uh, Leslie and then Adam and then Brian, uh, I think I voted for Dennis Beebe on the uh, on the next day as uh, as clearly um, you see in the description he fell onto the ghost of my uh, my ghost's uh, knife. Well, I was still trying to send that picture. Um, I think it implied that I think it there were multiple pictures. That you had sent, <laughs> like numerous dick pics, Joseph. Uh, yeah, I think I voted for him because it would produce the most. Uh, it would be funny to see Dennis finally die. All those people that you see at tournaments always with a uh, with uh, with with one of those um, faces of. If he doesn't win, he'll have his head down for the next five rounds. I'm reminded of a tournament I played once. I'm surprised that Patrick Liao survived so long. Yeah, I only noticed him uh, uh, near the end, and I knew immediately that he must die. But <laughs> but then someone made him immune. Megan, do you know what a hidden Markov model is? Not really. Okay. It's one of those things that you can... One of those mathematical things that you can model perfectly with Dennis. Are you going to explain it, or do I have to look it up now? I'll explain it some some other time. We can focus on other things right now. Okay, great. Get ready for our first episode of Joseph Explains Stuff podcast. <laughs> uh, I think... I still need to start making... I still need to start making my uh, my tri- my like travel food review for like different airline foods and different but food on the train. Well, yep. you heard it here, folks. Joe Sue is getting into the podcasting game. Yeah, and I'll um, review uh, different onboard menu options for different <laughs> transportation companies. I love it. Uh, okay, but back to the topic at hand. 
I think it is important to say, like, there really is not a strategy you could have implemented. Like, in hindsight, maybe if you got a, a good enough alliance together at the start and you worked very strategically with your eliminations, but the fact that dead people can vote means all it takes is, like, two revenge killings and you're gone. Yep. Yeah, and there were definitely revenge killings. Yeah. Yeah. Like, me killing Megan was kind of a revenge killing for other things she had said about me. What did I say about you, Joseph? Literally everything you say about me. (laughs) Well, that's fine. I'm not going to stop. Uh, while we're on the subject of the past weeks of, or weeks, days of Quizable Survivor, does anyone have a favorite twist that they liked? I like uh, The I, Purge. The Purge was very good, even though The Purge killed me. The Purge me. was wonderful. Who died during The Purge? It was, uh, it was Brendan Kennedy? Brendan J, ADR, myself, Xu Ying, Rodrigo, and Zinglin. I, uh... Uh, yes. Yeah, I think... I'm re- I think, um... These killings seem to have happened later than they should have, which is, wh- I think, why the purge was super useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely got rid of some overlooked people. Like, Nick, ha- yeah. Nick, how was you dead on the second day? Sorry? How important to you dead on the second day? You I survived... Late. I'm a friendly guy. But you you realize you survived less than Patrick. Patrick! Yeah, but that, Patrick's forgettable. Nobody cares about Patrick. Everyone cares about Patrick. Uh, that is patently false. Patrick doesn't care about Patrick. Anyhow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, some people died recently. Uh, people that died, uh, recently, uh, include Jesse Wang. Uh, yes, who the fuck is Jesse Wang? Uh, Will, Faith, Nathan, uh, Pat Liao, as mentioned, Nick Sunderland, Shervin. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting. It is true that some of the lower key people lasted longer. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, we have uh, Jesse and Nathan who only got voted out because somebody didn't know who the fuck they were. So mm-hmm. the low-key effort backfire on those two. Right. I voted for Nathan because I knew everyone else and didn't, didn't feel like uh, having someone I didn't know compete in the very competitive finals of this mm-hmm. series. Yeah. But I'm... I'm uh, I'm ashamed that uh, Faith is gone. When was Faith? And not Faith someone like. Oh, recently. Faith was taken out in the uh, in the um, recent uh, voting to kill three out of six people. Um, oh right, right. I'm surprised that I'm surprised that Ted Gann is still alive. He's probably the one that contributes the most to the chat. On the entire... I mean, I'm surprised that Eric Christensen is still alive. People still alive? Just because 
of who Eric Christensen is. Right, but Eric Christensen doesn't say anything, so people don't really... People look over him when they look at the list of people. Uh, Well, we are going to have more on this topic of who we think is going to win based on the final seven in just one minute, so listeners, stay tuned. This episode of the Quizwit Quiz Last Quiz Play podcast is sponsored by Mama Teresa's Restaurante. Since 1970, Mama Teresa's Restaurante has been Ottawa's home for great Italian food. I was there just last week. I had the chicken fiorentina, and I can honestly say it is the best Italian food I've had in Ottawa. Uh, they also have great wine, a great atmosphere, and just an overall fantastic setup. If you're looking for a great meal in Ottawa, I highly encourage you to visit them at 300 Summer Street West or online at mamateresa.com. Once again, that's M-A-M-M-A-T-E-R-E-S-A dot com. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. So as we were saying before the break, there are seven people left alive in the game. Uh, Heather, Eric, Huma, Chris, Christine, Shelby, and Ted. Uh, the way this round works is you can vote for two people to give, essentially to give someone a plus one and someone a minus one, and the people, possibly plural, with the lowest scores will be eliminated, uh, and the people with the higher scores will survive. So with that in mind, I guess the question is, how many people do you think will be eliminated this round, and who do you think they will be? I mean, I feel like I feel like Ted at this point is going to get eliminated because he's been in there far too long. Mm-hmm. Right, but many of you don't know who Ted is. I think I think after you brought up the fact that Eric is still alive, Eric is. I mean, like I also dead feel dead. like Eric would also be eliminated. I think I think those two are like the targets, whereas everyone else who's Eligible is fairly inexpensive. Hmm. But but um. But someone like Christine might go either way, you know. I guess for people who know her well. Hmm. Uh, and I will point out that Chris Johnson was in critical condition at one point oh, earlier in the game. You're right. So at least one person wants him dead. Hmm. Uh, so I guess the the really important question will be because the plus one minus one system also means that if someone is very divisive that if they get enough positive votes that can cancel out all the negative votes yeah sort by controversial <laughs> so that's, I, I, think, I think that's something that probably will happen to Christine for example yeah Because I have no idea which way Adam's going to vote for Christine this round. Mm-hmm. Well, why would he not vote uh, in favor of Christine? Would anyone like to answer that? That doesn't always happen. That doesn't always happen, you know. Uh, and I do believe, if I read Adam's messages correctly... At one point, Christine was supposed to give him immunity, but didn't. Oh, so a revenge vote. 
So it could be revenging uh, in this situation, yeah. Uh, so the other question for the panelists, if you had to pick one of the seven remaining people who you think is going to be the sole survivor, who would it be and why? Joe, you start. I think the sole survivor for survivor is going to be Shelby Robert. Why? And I say this because unlike Christine, who has people like Adam wanting a revenge kill, doesn't seem to be any anything against Shelby that there is even remotely against any of the other participants. I could see that. I could also see that with Heather, because I don't really think anyone has beef with Heather. I have beef with Heather. You know what, Joe? Why do you have Why do you have beef with Heather? I want to know. Didn't she not sign up a table for Clubs Day last year? Uh, that was kind of on me. Wait, Joe. Why does that affect you, though? It doesn't directly affect me, but that's just stuff I can use against other people. So you're just using all wrongdoings. So you're saying you have more beef with Heather making taking the fall for a mistake I made than you do with Shelby? Right. What has what Shelby has literally done nothing wrong in her life. In her life now. Okay. Well, it, it's your opinion. That's what this podcast is all about, divisive opinions. Everyone else seems to have. I think Heather, you just have a lot Eric. of beef with people. Uma, mm. Chris, Christine, and Ted. Especially Ted. But not Shelby. Uh, okay, Megan's turn to make predictions. I mean, I was... I mean, Joe Sue has a point. I was... I want to say Huma because, like, Huma is super nice and also has never done anything wrong, but also there are people who know her much better than I do. So, like, it's possible that people would try and eliminate her, but I really can't say at this point. Mm. But, but she would be your bet right now? I mean, yeah, I think if I had to go with someone... Mm. I mean, it's tough, right? Like, from my point of view, I like probably six out of these seven people on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, so it's not like... Who do you um, not yeah. like on a personal level? Who is the seven? Uh, I can't reveal on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but their name might rhyme with Carrick Extenson. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Just kidding, Eric. I love you. Sorry, you're about to lose. Uh, but, yeah, so I like everyone. I don't think there's anyone I'm very eager to vote off, uh, which I think is true for a lot of voters right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am going to say that Christine is going to win on the basis that maybe some people have beef with her. Maybe there is some revenge that people want to take on her. But at the end of the day, I think she's the only person of these seven that actually has cared about the game and followed the game. 
And that gives her a bit of a, a strategic advantage going into the final. And she's been very quiet in the group chat, which is smart. Uh, she could perhaps break her silence at some point to do a bit of lobbying. Uh, she might be able to be in contact with Arjun directly to maybe, you know, bogart the referee a little bit. So I, I don't know entirely what's going to happen, but I would say that Christine is a very wily competitor. And, you know, Shelby, great, very nice, very friendly, uh, but she, I think, maybe suffers a bit from being too prominent, having a bit of, not notoriety, but, you know, people know who she is, which makes her a target. Uh, Huma, uh, she could very well win. I would have a hard time betting against her. But at the end of the day, I think Christine has that extra little bit of will. She wants it more than other people do. Yeah, the others really have not been involved with the game or with the chat. In fact, some of these people I didn't even realize were in the chat. Uh, but yeah, I think I think someone who is sort of involved might be a better choice. But we'll see. We will see. It's uh, an exciting time for sure as we move towards the finals. Definitely. Uh, well, I think that is just going to do it for this first and probably last episode of Quiz Wit, Quiz Last, Quiz Play, the only podcast in the world about the Quizville Survivor game. Uh, but until next time, hopefully, I am Nick Big Daddy Penner. I am Megan Literacy Daddy Torquia. And I am Joe Vanilla Boy Sue. <laughs> and we all wish you a good night and a good survivor. This episode of the Quizwit Quizlast Quizplay podcast was directed, hosted, and edited by myself, Nick Penner. Production assistance came from Nick Penner. Special thanks today to my guest analysts, Megan Torkia and Joe Sue. Our intro music is Indian Summer by Zero V, and our outro music is Run in the Night by the Good Lords. If you have any comments, listener mailbag questions, or if you'd like to book an appearance on the show, email us at cuqtapresident at gmail.com or just post in the Facebook group chat. On behalf of myself and all of us here at Canadian Quizball Broadcasting, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.